0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, UnitedHealthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues
1: This is With an S, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues within the music industry.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of With an S with the Afrobeats Avengers. I'm Sharon, and of course, today with me, I have...
3: Deji. And Bola.
2: And Moyo in <laughs> She said, absentia. 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 <laughs> yes, in is, a, is a company. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so moya is unavoidably absent mm. but um you know she's here with us in spirit and in truth and yeah in other vibes so let's get so it into... you guys
3: didn't say this about me last week
2: Oh, sorry. I think a man must have handled that. You're <laughs> yeah, right. You're right.
1: Actually, and that's
3: what a guy
2: right? Yeah, it was a guy. Yeah, right. You
1: know why we did it? Right. You know what? You know why I did it?
2: Eh?
1: <laughs> You've been profiting lately. You've been doing well in your business. Eh? I am not passing the love around. This with an S. The S stands for selfishness. So that's why I'm not.
2: No, but <laughs> that was our mantra at the beginning but of the year. Now.
1: I'll
3: be yes, <laughs> no, no grief so for anybody. Actually
2: really, like, and you agreed, <laughs> shout out like.
3: And do you know the problem. Men just love to lie provoke. Talk to me. Because what he said uh. was just from yesterday. Oh, not wow. Talking <laughs> about it as if it was, that's why he said it last week. And I'm looking at him like,
1: nigga. The audience on, does like,
3: not need to know. <laughs> <need."
1: laughs> he didn't respond to my message, by the way. I'm bringing our, our private gist into the you public. guys,
2: we are usually not like this. But Sorry, let's sorry. Just, so, please. now with our trampoline, let us hop into the music that we've enjoyed. All right. So, um, you know, earlier before we started, I was talking about how January has really been a slow release month. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why. I think maybe people's money has not really started entering because you know sometimes it's like they finish all their money in December. (laughs) So like the songs that have come out, this me now to me, they haven't really like caught my attention. They've not really caught my ears. I don't think there's anything out there yet that is up to my music taste or standard Mm. Mm. currently. But then there's also the fact that... My birthday is all over my brain. So maybe that's why. <laughs> so I shall be handing the mic over to DJ Ambola to tell me about the music that they enjoyed and to tell all of us as well.
1: Yeah, do no. you want to go first or should I?
3: Thank you. This is me collecting the mic. I shall hand <laughs> it over. Um, so before, I'm only going to highlight two drops because I agree with what um Sharon said. It's been a slow-ish month, but it's expected it's January. Like this happens every year. Where no. It kind of happens every year. Rasta
2: dropped in January. Does not and now
3: not happen What if she dropped now. So
2: when she released, uh, like when she was unveiled, was January. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm so, saying,
3: but I'm saying Ashake dropped this year, this month as well. You say
2: it happens every year. I'm just telling you that new artist was unveiled in January. Okay, sorry to cut you short. <laughs> Let's continue.
3: You guys can see Ashake <laughs> handed me the mic and as I started speaking, she seized it from me. <laughs> but um, going into the... Two songs I want to highlight. I'm going to go back a bit. Wait guys, you guys shouldn't vex. I know it was spoken about last week, but I'll just quickly want to highlight Ashaker's Only Me. I actually liked it as a drop and as a first drop, I think it's a good... I feel like calling anything a placeholder is almost mean, but I don't mean it like that, but it, I feel like to his own standards, it's a placeholder. If someone else dropped it, I might be saying, wow, this is actually a jam. Like this might take this person somewhere, but... To what we expect from Asha Kenna. I felt like it's a good placeholder. Like, cool, you've dropped. It's only you. Yeah, Mr. Money. Yeah, like, did what I had to do. And then next one is Skeptas Jangrova with Udumudu Black and um, Idris Elba. It's Tribal Mike. All we know is get up and go. And my palms are itching, girl. If you're down with me, let a man know.
1: I can sell bread
3: to a baker Was that in the coach And the man's snow Stay down Obviously, bringing in Odumodo and, and Idris. First thing I want to say is I saw a lot of people saying, Oh, Idris is going to be on this. Let's see what he does or how he does or what he says. Me personally, I always... Most things that I just always has been on, I actually like his verses. Like Same. they're just very simple, very and that's what me I'm expecting. So I don't know if people go in expecting about to give us some two-pack flows or something, <laughs> but um that's no way you're going to get. You're going to get nursery rhymes. And <laughs> Uncle knows how to do the nursery rhymes well. So shout out to Uncle Idris for doing what he had to do. And then Udumodi came with his usual force. Um yeah collecting this song by yeah, bro. Um and Skepta again, Skepta is a genius. Nobody really needs to say much. It was actually a very good collab. I think um, both, pe- both artists and the song did well. So yeah, John Grover, I'll, I'll make that my song of the week as well, because I don't really have any
1: other songs to touch on or to talk about. So I'll gladly pass the mic to DJ thank you thank you thank you i think we are in agreement on janglova or jangrova sorry is there, but what's the, the word is janglova now yes it's normally janglova but the is, janglova is janglova. Something, it's something different we'll, yeah. we'll find we'll out find in time out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um that was <clears throat> one of the better songs of the week considering that it was a slow music week and i enjoyed it i thought everybody came correct um idris for me you know, like, I have the same expectations as you. It's usually, like, sometimes funny. Like, I listen to some of the stuff yep. they he says that is funniest. like, it's just feel good. Feel good stuff. Um, but I thought Skepta had the best verse. He was in his bag in a ridiculous way. So many, so many bars and quotables. Um, Odubodu actually showed up, too. I think the only thing for me is that, like, he kind of hid behind his delivery and, like, gang a bits. Because Skepta came with bars. Yeah, and so it's not bad. like Odubodu didn't have, like, bars. But, like, he didn't have... He didn't have as many lines that stuck with me. It was more so the energy that he brought. And I guess that's like his cheat code. You know, nobody has energy like him. Feline also dropped. Um, she dropped a song called Day One. And for anybody that doesn't know, she's the new, I believe, Sony Music um, Signee for West Africa. Sony Music West Africa Signee. Okay. So that was her origin single. And I like her voice. I've liked it for a while. I think I was a fan since I heard her a Jimmy Abdul song back in the day. But with this song, as good as it is, I think it sounds a bit like King Madi. Mm. And I'm hoping they can deviate slightly from that formula because
2: I need to go and listen.
1: You should. That song. That's is it, is that vision. That's vision. Abby. And
2: I'm saying. Yeah. I say yeah. Mm. yeah that no, song.
1: That's
2: that's not vision. Was no. that it And I hold it down. That's yeah. And I know. You go, oh, That's American love.
1: American love, yeah. So it sounds yeah. Do you actually sound like my dear? King Um, but yeah, it sounds a bit like American love, yeah. and I think that's as uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if I if I hadn't heard American American love, I might have liked it a bit more. But yeah, hopefully the. Do a bit more to make her stand out. Talk to me.
2: This this thing is actually so weird because it's possible that she probably had this song before i be here. Yeah. And <laughs> then yeah. Maddie now came, um, dropped her yeah. own. It's now like you sound like
3: Yeah, <sighs> yeah. That's life, <sighs> man. Music business. But if I don't I don't even think it's a hit on her where say she took that and rode with it. I think it's more of it's unfortunate that um King Maddie dropped first yeah. for her. So
2: cook and Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I also Literally.
3: think.
1: I also think like the vocal register that she has is yeah. a bit common. It's fairly common. So if if you have that sort of thing, then maybe the way to stand out is the beat or like your delivery. So like maybe you have like double time here or whatever. Just something that isn't run of the mill, yeah. which is to say that song run of the mill. She's very talented, but um, I would like to see her do a bit more to stand out. Um, Another song that I really, 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 really liked was Disappear by Joyce Olong. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with Joyce Olong, she's an mm-hmm. Altair artist. And I say Altair just in the sense that she doesn't make conventional, like, mainstream mm-hmm. Afrobeats. Um, And it is such a jam. Like, it's it's a slow-winding song. And I don't mean slow-winding, like, Jamaican slow. What I mean, like, slow-winding, like, it's slow to build up. It's a slow song. Um, And it just kind of gives me the vibes of, like an enchantress, like seducing a protagonist in a film. That's just the kind of vibes that it gives me. It's like, it's very mystical. Anyway, that's literally why it pops in my head. Like she has a snake around her neck as, yes. as she's yes. dancing. And in a perfect world, that, that song would get a lot of syncs because it is one of those songs that like is, is perfect for soundtracking like scenes, you know, like it, it creates visual imagery in your head when you listen to it. So I think it would be great for that. i you guys going to listen. Again. You should, no, you should. It's... That's my song of the week. Um, Victoria also had a collaboration with um major league DJs, which is cool, and a piano record. Um I didn't think it was anything crazy. It was good, it was cool. I don't know that I'll be revis- revisiting. Maybe if I hear it outside, I'll like it a bit more. Um and then Lady Fiona by Kobam's Asuko. And salty soul, who we thought were salty solo, but apparently are salty what? reunited. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it yeah,
2: on so <laughs> natural. But was like, no,
1: I can't lie. No, no, no. So, <laughs> not no, it's Fair enough. <laughs> <not>, fair enough. <laughs> but apparently
3: oh,
2: they're that back. That's very cool.
1: He, or maybe maybe not. Maybe it's an old song that is just being re released. But I don't know. Like because they announced their dissolution yeah. a while back now, yeah. so. I would imagine that this is them coming back. Maybe they saw us outside their single artist <laughs> and they're like, Oh <laughs> my. Um, but yeah, Ooh. Lady Fiona by Cobams as well. Decent record, not super crazy about it, but worth a mention, just considering that there wasn't a lot happening this week. But yeah, that's my those are my jams. Oh, actually, sorry, sorry. I wanted to move on, but I just remembered something. So there was another person who dropped a song. And this song was released by He Who Shall Not Be Named from the Grave. <laughs> <laughs> from the grave the song is called no grief for anybody and in true fashion even inside that coffin it says it's a lie <laughs> it says it's a lie so shout out to who he shall not be named Yo. I respect you I respect you that even in your posthumous state <laughs> you're still making music for the Nigerian market that's history that has never been made before and now we can move on we can move on That's we will try no, to get that no, up that's, <laughs>
3: I can't like what you just said. Now it shows me that you are not really a true Christian. <laughs> why? You know, see, it shows you are not. Why? Because, <laughs> because I don't have forgiveness. In my heart. One and also they they do preach about people rising from the dead in mm. the Bible. So what do you mean? Mm. Uh-uh, if they, they can come back, ah, mm. uh-uh, why now saying I from feel the dead? No, I don't, feel don't do you. that. Don't so he has it. resurrected.
1: Yeah,
2: was resurrection asleep.
1: power. It was what? Asleep. Just a light siesta. Well, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's good. He's good. Oh, no, well, I are not wait to name his name, Sha, please. You can't do the research yourself. It's called No Grief for Anybody and it features somebody called Otega. Bro, give me, like, like I give him his Yes, no, but we, we must not mention that person's name. No reward for rubbish. No reward. Anyways, moving on from dead stuff to alive stuff. Um, artists performing what a coach. Culture- Bro, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> no. continue no. let me cook let me cook okay cook chef so um a couple um couple Afrobeat artists were announced this week for coachella coming up the new coachella festival coming up this year and they were thames Spinall, and tyler now for me eh? oh, bro i just want to get something
3: i you serious i didn't i didn't see their names though
2: exactly
3: right. i didn't see it there exactly was it written there that's it's people what,
2: that that tweeted it that let me know they were
3: there that's how i just saw i promise you this is not even because i saw the list yeah and i just glanced at it i didn't see any like afrobes at that so i was like okay, okay cool and i left it and then someone said oh thames is performing it was thames that actually stood out to me mm. the the is performing. i'm like oh shit i probably missed it i checked it up
2: it's such check the
1: next stop I said,
2: wow. He gets her. She did not really talk about it.
1: No, she just posted know. generic like... Uh, she have...
2: didn't make it look like...
1: Yeah, she, did, no, she didn't make like, big a big deal no, about like,
2: it. No, like it's a thing or it's a problem. Like she oh, didn't like, hype it up. I don't know.
1: I mean, it's a regular place at this point in her life, I would imagine. But my own life for me, I was very I was very upset by that once. I was very upset. I wanted her to go on her own African giant rant that Bernard went on that Yeah. What do you mean by that tiny letter see, that you're using for see
2: me? See life is. Why? Because when Bernard Boy did it, Everybody was angry. Now he's full of himself. Blah, blah, blah. Who are you? Now CEO is templates for how people <laughs> it's,
3: it's, kind of, it's kind of mad. The hindsight is mad because back then we were like, oh my God, everything. But he,
1: he, that rant was kind of warranted. Yes. So Can't really lie. That was a very warranted rant. I mean, it, to be honest, like as far as hindsight is concerned, at the time, I don't know at that it was as massive. At the time, I didn't.
3: Yeah. So it's hindsight. But still now i say it's different from that. And again, even though with him, maybe he should have been bigger as well. And that one is still a maybe, mm-hmm. I feel. This one is not a maybe. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, are we being serious?
1: Right. And look at names on top. Of- That's what I was about <laughs> to say. Look at the names before. I'll run through the day. So she's on day three. And um, Doja Cat is headlining right yeah. next to right. Doja. Co-headlining J Balvin. Yeah. Then you have Janae, Janae Aiko. Cool. Krangbin. I know them. Karen Leon. So I know the thing about Coachella as well is like, they also have, you know, taste curated for the more niche crowds. So guys that come in to see live performances by bands or people that may, they might not ordinarily see mm-hmm. elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. So Karen Leon, blah blah blah, Lil Yadi, which is like okay, DJ Snake. Um, who else is there that also caught my eye? BB Rexa, Coil Nav, and then Thames, bro. How was Coil Lorry? Okay, well, she had a massive. No! It's a lie! It's not in the same stratosphere. Thames uh-uh. has a number one record. She has a Grammy. She was nominated for an Oscar. Like, come on. Come on, guys. Uh,
2: but Thames is African.
1: So that's why I be.
2: Yeah.
1: You <laughs> need to explain to us. So I'd have loved an explanation for that.
2: another story. thing, eh? Another thing I observed is that. Um, so our artists tend to look very big to us here. But, like,. Even if it looks like they're having all these nominations here and there, or they're having streaming numbers up the roof, they are actually not as big or as known in some spaces outside. Mm. Mm.
1: I feel like Thames is a household name. That's the point. That one is different. And I get what you're saying. Because she has transcended music. So outside of Thames, even just being somebody who is popular as a musician, Mm -hmm. Thames is popular as a figure of pop culture
2: that's the thing we don't know because see there are human beings right That okay okay yes there's this place there's the space for people who are just creating content and Mm -hmm. maybe they have designed the contents to look in a certain way Mm -hmm. but you see all those videos that people make that they say i'm walking down the street asking people who is this who is this sometimes when they do our nigerian artists Mm -hmm. they don't know them So So you don't think she's... I feel like in certain cities, she might be big. But like, the U.S. is such a big place. So it might just not be what we think. Okay, so... But if for the sake of one of Afrobeat's biggest stars, Mm -hmm. yes, she deserves her name to be blown up because she's one of Afrobeat's biggest stars. But if it's that, it's the whole of... They are combining North America music, Mm -hmm. South America, whatever. She might... I don't know. So
1: I would agree... Ordinarily, because I think that's a good point. But the reason I wouldn't is because Coilery, Nav, B.B. Rexa. I, I can see
3: Coil. B.B.
2: Rexa is big-o. Oh. I can
3: say Coil. She's big oh. Nav, definitely not.
2: I don't know that person.
3: Exactly. Nav, definitely not.
2: Sorry to that man. Say <laughs> a man or a woman. a man. Okay, Yeah. sorry to him. I know B.B. Rexa, and she's actually big. No, I know
1: B.B. Rexa too, but I don't know if don't she's know. Thames big.
2: What is Thames big? What? Okay, what are we using to classify big
1: i would say your name alone carries weight that's how i classify it. It's like bb rexter is like i think bb rexter's music is bigger than her okay but it's
2: that the music that, are going to that i to using to for her. this i fair enough okay so, so that's, an, that's an
1: alternate to. argument which i also think which we, we should get into it could be a catalog thing because all these other artists have bigger catalogs than thames so maybe yes, that's the is thing issue. where it's like your set list is going to be slightly smaller maybe it doesn't have as many hits yeah i don't know it could be one of those things but i guess there's no real answer to these things yeah, there's no oh real answer.
3: this is bb i can't lie. i didn't know who she was i just uh-uh. i just opened insta now and she's that song with david gott came. Okay, yeah okay i see it now Bibi Bibi i can't i can't I can dispute that again now that i've seen who she is and you're probably right with her music being bigger than
1: to be fair to be fair so my producer just showed me She's smoking terms in Monthly Listeners.
2: Okay. Like oh, no, smoking. So that's
3: why I said, now that I know who she is and I know okay, there's a particular so song. We might not I'm know like, some okay, of these guys. Yeah.
2: It's like how, um, what's his name? Um, Is it Baptiste?
1: Yeah, John uh, Baptiste. Yeah, John Batiste, yeah.
2: Batiste, yeah. So I never really used to be into his music and all. So watching the Grammys and seeing him really like sweep in things, I like, they are up there. Mm-hmm. It's like, who is this guy? But there are people like that yeah. you know, that exist. So if you want to fight, like if there's wanted to fight for herself, like you said, Boy style, she could have. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it might not be warranted.
2: Because all these artists here, they deserve, yeah,
1: they, <laughs> they deserve the
2: font size that they have. Yeah.
1: I'd like to tender my unreserved apologies to, B- to BB Rexa because I have just Why come across her page. Like, yeah, yeah, and I oop for real. I've just come across her page, and you know, to be honest, I only knew her for me, myself, and I. And we- she's
2: also big in South America. BB
1: Rexa, yeah, interesting. I you know
2: the South American market is
1: massive. Yeah,
2: it's a different kind of. Yeah, I don't know what is in there. Yeah. even with Asia. Yeah. So artists that crossing to Asia, South America. That's kind of how you can also tell that this person.
1: Fair, fair. Is
2: something about this.
1: Yeah, I want to apologize to her because just going <laughs> through her Spotify, she has 3 records with over a billion streams. That is yeah. ridiculous. She actually 4, so she was on Me Myself and I with G-Eazy as well. Um as she has almost three times the amount of monthly listeners I can't that
3: Baby Rexa should be very she should be, be higher. She should be angry she with should her be. font size. She should. <laughs> she should she's <laughs> the one that should be angry,
1: man. Crazy. Crazy.
3: I think
2: it's just you know, these people to be fair, that's just how Coachella does their Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: It's just
2: how they do their yeah, I don't know, graphics design.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't even think it's that deep for them
3: is it lies that no deep? it means Anywhere that it means, 100% I can tell you it, means it means
1: something because means the cool co-headliners also stand out as well and you can if
3: you and
2: go no, through it just reduces if you now. go through like the list you go and do eye tests <laughs> <laughs> well actually that's a, what a, it, a, looks a, it looks a, like Loki. but that's how it is now yeah it looks so like an eye test the bigger star you have to see them when yeah it goes
3: yeah. Sure, now um, the guys at the bottom, now you know they'll be performing by like 8 a.m. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're just really opening big up, big. they're opening up for the people that are setting up and stuff. Yeah. Then, as they are going up the list, that's when you now.
2: Well, I, I actually really think that for the sake of Afrobeats and knowing that they don't have any other person on that list in Afrobeat world that's as big as Thames mm-hmm. and they should have that was have my own
3: that was my, my own thing with it it was more of a another
2: color if they don't
3: increase it was not of a representation thing where okay there's one person from this specific that we're putting
2: yeah
3: she should be like come on if you're trying to get that crowd hmm true like she, she should be judged. Yeah, yeah she should have it she like should be visible. the fact that she's literally so representative and so representative of a journal that has gone on leaps and bounds for the past few years and yeah. everybody's trying to hop on as well mm-hmm. like come on now
1: guys. i think i think it's also interesting that if you go through the list she's positioned similarly to tyler so like on the same rule almost in the same position. And of course, these things are very arbitrary. Like we're having an arbitrary conversation. We don't know all the different metrics that go into yep, choosing these yep, things. Yep. However, just the optics of that is like, mm. can't even skeptize on that line. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm saying it. I felt a way about sceptice too. I'm not going to lie. No, um, why now? You know, it's just one of those things. Like I wish there would be higher. But um, having said that, um, Shout out to them for putting on Tyler. I mean, this has been a massive year for Tyler, just yeah. seeing all the different stages what that she's Tyler's
2: on this thing.
1: She What, her positioning?
2: No, like, uh, she's not Afrobeat now. What's I don't that, know, um, but it probably clashes. No, they her. say she's now my piano, too. Yeah,
1: Tyler, yeah. so, piano. <laughs> she's going to wear that tag like everybody else, man. The Afrobeat tag is unfortunate, but it is what it is at this oh, Afro point. Afro piano. Mm. Can they do Vex? vex if you put the Afro piano behind there. Can you do? I'm a
2: piano beats.
1: <laughs> What's about piano beats?
2: I'm a piano Afro beats. Oh,
1: don't kill me, please, please, please. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no. Shout out to Tyler because that's such a huge look for her in just a year of like that song blowing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Spinall, man. Like we we don't talk about All a lot, but the, the the levels that he has taken.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm um, to as a Nigerian like the. Jimmy Jatts of the world could have only dreamed of moments like this. You know, this is immense. Like, I I'm mean, just I think for me, what I knew he had entered a different lane was when he was on the Bruno Mars tour. That was just like, this yeah. is nah. he's it's never like, coming down again. Like once you enter certain levels, you know, um, he he's just not coming down. I think the beautiful thing about all as well is like he has kind of become an access point to the world. Yeah. So if you have an artist and Spino likes them and wants to curate them, put him on their, on his album, that artist is going to get a significant amount of exposure because he streams really well as well. Moving on to something else that happened during this week that was very hot, very hot actually, um, was the Pretty Boy and teasy thing, which isn't where we're going to sleep. We're going to brand somewhere else, but just for the sake of the audience, let us just give some context to it. Um, so there was a whole... Is a word that I'm looking for. I'll say hola <laughs> <laughs> There was a whole hola Um when as Dio came out and just was criticizing TZ for allegedly like not paying up um, a director that he had worked with. So Dio apparently made the connection between TZ and the director, and then TZ didn't pay him. And it's been a long-running, I guess, theme in their relationship. There have been disagreements over time. I think there was also a dispute about Pim Pam, which was a song that was on the Native Native project that came out, I think, two years ago. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just been running for a long time. But that's less interesting to me, to be quite honest with you. A conversation that spawned from it in the aftermath was the conversation about um, Dio's music and his acceptability as far as like the Nigerian market's concerned. So I think Dio, for as long as he's been in the industry, he's had like success, he's toured abroad, things like that. But he's kind of been on the fringes, you know, like never really breaking into the mainstream, Mm -hmm. even though he's had really good music, in my opinion. So there was a conversation about the acceptability of his music and how I think someone said he was too... Part of the reason that his music didn't resonate or Mm -hmm. hasn't resonated with Nigerian audiences is because it's not authentic, right? So the streets... They believe is a persona that he's putting up, mm-hmm. um which is like two streets for the Altair markets, and then also two Altair for the streets because the streets doesn't buy him. And they they made parallels with Odumodu, who they feel like is a more, you know, authentic representation of the streets. Which I guess in some ways is probably true, but yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to have that conversation, right? I don't, I don't agree with that. To be honest with you, I think it's one of those things that people say and it sounds very nice. Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a nice you know, header to put on it. But that's not why I think Dio's music has been accepted. If I was going to open it up to the room, what would you guys say just in reference to this whole thing?
2: There's a way the music um, industry is and the way you enter the industry kind of determines... The trajectory of your of your music artistry life. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, know. I
1: hear you. Your career but in general.
2: Dio entered in a way that seemed like he wanted to be independent. Like, I don't want all these big labels doing this, this, this. And he even started with that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. He started with that anger-looking <laughs> energy, right? So now, like it or not, it is still a gatekeeping type of industry. And you still need to pay respect in quotes to mm-hmm. certain people mm-hmm. to really cover a mile and more, right? And he didn't do that. Yes. I don't think he, or maybe he did, but he didn't do it publicly. Yeah, he didn't come like, across as that. And all these things, you kind of need to see it publicly because if you also look at um, Whiskey's past now, look at his tweets of old, you'll see him acting people like One Day Call, acting people like Two Face. You'll just be seeing all these kind of things where it looks like, okay, please, I want to do music. let it be like blah, blah, blah. Nobody needs you to go to their house to go and prostrate or whatever. But like, he didn't do any of these things. And then he was making music that then it didn't even sound like music. It just sounded like, what is this guy doing? (laughs) What is this about? Now me, I was a fan.
1: Same.
2: I was a fan. I was a big fan of Um, My favorite song then was Peter Piper. I don't know why. I just really liked, I I think I really liked how... I feel like I've not heard music with that kind of um, production. You don't need to know why that's a jam. Yeah, I really, really liked it. So I used to go for any Dio concerts, any Dio gathering, any anything that concerned Dio, I concerned used to carry concerts. I used to carry, but in my house, do I even have one cringe <laughs> video like this, where my hair was dyed like red and I was on the floor dancing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that video is never going to light up the. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, I just feel like his entry point is what kind of messed up his trajectory, and now it just doesn't seem cool because he's still not operating in that mainstream um, bucket, which Odumodu is operating in. Now it's possible that Dio is the template or the unspoken template, exactly. But because Odumodu is mainstream, there's something about being mainstream. I don't know about being alternative. Odumodu is mainstream, so it looks like he's getting it right. But Dio is actually getting it right. But at the same time, it's just not...
1: Yeah, it's not connecting in that way. It's not
2: connecting. Or it just won't connect with some people. Yeah. And I think that's fine.
1: I think they've made their minds up about him. That's really what it is. Yeah, they made their minds up. Because even
2: with the Ote scene, right? He wasn't particularly a part of them. mm
1: -hmm.
2: Because they had the Santi Odunsi... Like, he wasn't particularly part of mm -hmm. them. But and They were not making music like he was making. Mm-hmm. It's much recently they are making mainstream sounding Ote music.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess you. Do mm-hmm.
2: you get so? Yeah. For the it now still looks cool, but we've already accepted and condemned the Ote scene, yeah. So, whatever it is they put out, nobody cares, yeah. We just know that these them
1: and this isn't us, by the way. We're just saying, like, in generally, we're speaking generally, yeah. I,
2: not three of us, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I know song. Oh please, so it's not anyway,
3: um, But gets- to be fair. I agree with that. I think people have just made up their minds about Dio, and I've been a huge Dio fan from what 2017 with them mm-hmm. um, footwork, drop elbow, um, Peter Piper, like those were jams. And even his project as well was quite good. And all he's like. Subsequent projects I think have been good as well. I think Wildfire 2 had mentally, um, had within Smoke with Tolam. Like he's had he's actually had songs and he's had like good songs and he's had good projects as well. So To be honest,
1: everything Dio is good. Like his art, his visuals, everything.
3: And even his marketing as well. He's a very funny guy. Like, there are lots of videos that he has and stuff like I don't know if you guys have seen those videos where he's arguing about a child. That of course, he has, he of two, course. a yeah. baby and cool. Yeah. And my favorite meme. It's my friends. I I not have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> my...
1: <laughs> he's a genius, man. But, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, the industry has made up their mind on him. I think in another world, they will be much bigger than what he is right now. Yeah. It's just it was almost like wrong timing. Yeah. For a certain time he could have entered the industry where he would have been accepted more than he was when he did and that would have just shut him up where yeah. you couldn't really pull him down and I mean I would say he's a hard worker as well brings like songs regularly mm-hmm. and they're, it's, it's actually consistent. quality. Yeah. Consistency He has the quality and everything so I think he's
1: I feel was just unlucky. Yeah. I mean, he has the talent and all but that luck. Yeah. The um, thing is Unfortunately, not everybody will be a star. Yeah. Sometimes people are the, the the John the Baptist. Like mm-hmm. they, they laid the foundation for... Sorry, I don't know how that came out. I couldn't think of anything else. I was literally looking for a word and then John the Baptist popped in my head and I was like, I am going to use... Um, and I was baptizing everybody. <laughs> sometimes people lay the path for the person to come because, dude, cause dude, Dio's influence is widespread. Yeah. So I think about Blackbones, for example. Blackbones will readily admit that he took from Dio. Yeah. So like even bbc so yeah bro that's dio i'm a lover man i'm not a fighter that, that's mm-hmm. dio like that's yeah, dio and, and i think that. even even as far as like the um as far as like i think he got painted with the old brush quite a bit as well but to no fault of his own even though he was making slightly different music because i think about songs like um what's that one that, i'm a lover man Fighter, no, fighter. was that song called that's footwork, footwork? that could have been a santi song Ooh. that could have very well been Sounds a santi so song good. right the dyed hair you know just his entire vibe so he got painted with that brush and people at the time were dismissive of alte mm-hmm. right there was no real mainstream acceptance for that it's the same brush that they painted odonti with the same brush that they painted santi with i feel like they painted dio with and I i don't fault the way he has done things because to be honest when that happens you should probably just turn your back on the industry and go elsewhere. So Dio has done a lot of international collaborations, right? I am DDB. He's done with like um a bunch of really really dope people that I respect. I think he had a song with Aluna as well, which is probably his most streamed record on um on his um Spotify. But yeah, it's just there was no acceptance locally. However, I do think that the groundwork that he laid is the reason why Odumodu is accepted to the way that he is today.
2: But another thing is that so with how Dio. He said something about on your back, but the thing is, for me, how I see it is, Dio didn't go into, he didn't approach the mainstream audience, and then he didn't want to be associated with the Ote yeah. audience. And those were the two, those, were, those are the two audiences we have. Yeah. Now, Ote is not alternative, which is the one where you find Johnny Richie K and Friends. Mm-hmm. Not that type of, they're not Ote. They are alternative singers in the mainstream. Yeah world, right? Yeah, yeah. So Dio was not playing in any of these two parts. And you can't just rise up and create.
3: Yeah.
2: A, you kind of need a group. Because yeah. the alte guys came as a group and <clears throat> created that thing. So he probably just had friends. But then because he didn't want to fully participate in their world, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. So we just know Dio. We cannot deny that we know Dio. Yeah. Yes, he's popular in that regard. But then with the consumption of his music, it's just not... I don't know. Yeah.
3: From what you said, what you said makes so much sense. And I didn't even look at it that way. But now that I've said it, I feel like it's a thing where, and we've spoken about how good he is. We've all spoken mm-hmm. about how like he's a good artist, but he's not, he's also not good enough to be in that, shall I say, middle space. Yeah. yeah. Third space. Because yep. if you're there, you have to be, let me say, you have to burn a Boy, mm-hmm. for example. If you're there, you have to, be, I have to be like good.
2: Um have to be like, Iwa.
3: A niche.
2: So he's not necessarily Ote or, or Mint. I don't know. He feels like that guy in the middle.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> 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 but literally, he's good, but he's not good enough to just yeah. play in that space. Yeah. and It's not fair to him. Yeah,
0: it's, it's just almost, an
3: industry thing because yeah. if that's his sound, mm-hmm. then cool. People saying it, it's not authentic. I feel like the fact that I actually stayed true to that is
1: what shows that he's un- authentic. 1000%. People
3: that say he's not
2: authentic, they are lying. Yeah. They don't know anything so about him. And, and i not
1: to mention, what does authentic mean? Because Dio, as a human being, as a musician, mm-hmm. is clearly playing a character. Yes. And that character is authentic. Yeah. It's an authentic yeah. character. He, yeah. you can, he has built it over years. He has yeah. spent time with it. Mm-hmm. There are things that he does that are crazy. And it's like... But, that's Dio. That's Dio. That's literally. authentic. Yeah. So what are you talking about? That's, I don't get when people say that thing.
2: They don't know. Actually, don't I don't know. think those people actually know what they are saying.
1: Funny story about Dio. I don't know if this is true or not. I feel like I might have said it on the pod before. Mm. It might be an urban legend. I don't know. But I'm just going to say it's for the purpose of this. Um, Somebody said, and I feel like I've said this anyways, somebody said they were in Dio's house mm. Um, and in the morning they were hearing noise from a bathroom mm. and they were like, what's going on here? And then they walk into the bathroom and they open it. And they see Dio screaming into the mirror. You are a liar! You are a liar! You are a liar! Like you are the king of the jungle! I believe it. I believe it. 100% I
3: believe, I believe it. it. I believe what do it. you mean? <laughs> and there's only one more person I can believe that will do that. I and think do think he
2: do. Records, uh, affirmation voice note every morning and gives back at night.
3: Dio, now you. Okay, so
2: I want to my final points, right, on Pretty Boy Dio's um, artistry and all the slander that has been pasted all over his name on the internet, by people who don't know much about his history would be that another thing that could have um, affected or altered the way we should have accepted his music could also be management based. So sometimes management has a, all the time management has a huge part to play in how far you go. So I don't know if he felt like maybe he could do it himself or if he felt like he could only work with a small team. But I don't think the management around him at the time or even now was solid enough to really hold him and take his music, like spread his fan wide and sustain it. So that could also be another thing. and Which is why people have the audacity to come and say things like he's not authentic or who is he even or is he copied this or copied that? Because... Yeah, there's no footprints except they actually go and look for it. Yeah,
1: and uh, authenticity is what people make of it, man. I think about like Recross, Rick Rick Ross who. Portrayed himself as like a drug dealing, blah blah blah. Come to find out he was a correctional officer. Like <laughs> it's Juge like that a real story. That's a real story. F- 50 Cent made fun of him, called him Officer Ricky <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> and he was the one who exposed the pictures of him in his oh CEO outfits You know, so it's 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 what people make of it. You don't know these people. So how do you know who is being authentic or not? Yep. Odumodu could be meek in his personal life. I'm sure he isn't, but I'm just saying, like he could be. He very well could be. I
2: have be. a theory that anybody that used to carry their mother around, don't talk about their mother they are meek <laughs> their are, they are personal life I fair know. enough and he's one of them
1: fair enough so all this
2: one is for us all these guys uh.
1: <laughs> so it's yeah i don't buy the arguments but i think it's just an easy explanation for a very complex um issue but anyways moving on from dio shout out to dio by the way real big fan of his music i'm really looking forward to the music that he's coming or has coming rather uh moving on from dio the next thing that i wanted us to talk about was another topic which branched from something entirely different. It was music, it was film and um inter- I mean, film and series, but I feel like this could be an interesting conversation that we could touch on briefly for Afrobeats. So I don't know if you guys heard, but Amazon Prime recently announced, and it came out through a variety article, that they were pulling out of Africa as far as like funding for original series um and initially obviously like i said this started as just like a film conversation but then it branched into afrobeats as well and it had me thinking if this is the market i guess for entertainment where you know um foreign influence elevates us and takes our our work and our creative to another level and exposes it to new audiences it kind of Im- it, it has parallels to afrobeats in my opinion right so now it's, my, it's starting to make me think about the sustainability of afrobeats mean, um, we've had these conversations before i think in the past it was like the TikTok pipeline that we spoke about where it felt like the only other way outside of being signed to a major right now was TikTok in order to break as far as like the mainstream market. So I guess with the knowledge now that the Nigerian industry, I and mean, Nigerian economy is struggling and whatnot, um, just speculating, having a wide conversation, do we think that Afrobeats is doomed for the same fate? Do we think that we have more staying power do we think, like, I just really want to get you guys' thoughts on this, you know, because people have always spoken about how the diaspora would always keep us afloat, but I don't know if it's that simple, but yeah, I would just really like to hear what you guys think as far as, like, where Afrobeats is headed.
3: I think the first thing I would say is, and people have been saying this for years, I've heard this from too many people, that um, Afrobeats is actually our biggest and best exports in the sense where that's what we're good at or that's what we're the best at. So. 100% AfroBit is going to rely on foreign funding, is going to rely on um, being signed to those big labels as well because that's just how the world is. We can't survive on our own, like plain and simple. We've been doing it on our own for how many years? Like even if you're big here, you leave, you step out of, let me not say the country because um, artists are big in Nigeria, are uh, um, big in Africa as well, but you leave the continent and you see that nobody really knows these artists. Their songs might have sipped out, and they're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, this song I danced to, groovy black people music, whatever." <laughs> but um, they don't know the actual artists. So again, I w- I, w- I won't say it's a bad thing. I won't say we're doomed just because. I mean, we're good at it. Yeah. So when you're good at something, it's not. And this is not even me saying because we I know we're drawing this parallel of the um film industry as well, but we're I think we're further gone and I don't think it's close in terms of music and um, the film industry. So with Afrobeats, we've reached a point where the way we can't survive without them, we're getting to a point where they also can't survive without us because a lot of artists, um, a lot of the um, labels as well, even looking at the big awards and them basically bringing Afrobeats in. Is it? Thing of acceptance where they're like, okay, let me not take it as far as we can't survive. They can't survive without us. But because of how we've kind of penetrated into the market, it's very hard to now just take Afrobeats out. Yeah, we're rooted that's, right now. And that's what I mean. That's why I don't think we're doomed. I think it's a, it's a thing where we've got in there and just to keep improving. We obviously don't just want to stay at this level. We want to keep moving forward. We want to keep improving as well. I don't think we're doomed at all for that same fate. Like, I don't think there's any, I don't even think it's possible. And never say never shall sure, yeah. I don't think we're doomed for that.
2: That doomed as far that prime left us.
3: No, not even. I'm saying so the Afrobeats market is there now. I'm saying there's no way mm. that um should I say the in- investors, um, the um top labels as well, and mm. even the artists that are wanting to work with. I mean. Every month, every year, we see that they keep getting, they keep increasing just because yeah. of the influence we keep having and how good we are at it as well. So I don't think we're doomed in the sense that that pipeline is going to stop or that tap is going to close. I feel like each year, each month that goes by, tap, tap is going to keep opening more and more. Yeah.
2: So for me, um, I would say that... Okay, as Bola Talk finish and concluded i've forgotten the question that you're
1: oh no so are are we doomed for the same fate as far as like so are are is nigerian music Mm. doomed for the same fate as far as like losing foreign interest and investment
2: okay so i don't we are we can never be doomed (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) unfortunately we can actually never be doomed because um that was just um a failed business move on amazon's part but it doesn't particularly impact us because before Amazon Prime we were all right.
1: So we're making films?
2: Yes, we were all right now. They were the ones that decided that they want to... So they saw how all right we were that they wanted to come and tap from the... Mm -hmm. But then they don't know that just because you are seeing that we are doing great does not mean that you should just come and now act like we always need you to do things. So I don't know the thing that made them to pack up their bag and go.
1: The numbers. Numbers just weren't working.
2: But I also feel like, um, because it's not the first time or the second time or the last time. Most times when foreign partners or people, companies come into another... um
1: Terrain, market. Yeah,
2: another market. Yes, they say, oh, we want to be like you people and all that, but they always still bring their own
1: yeah.
2: um structures and just things that at the end of the day... The People here feel like, you know what, if this is what it's going to take from me, then I don't want it. Yeah. So that could also be part of it. And there's also the part where they actually didn't give us, the public, a reason to watch crime. And then we too here, we also having an issue with card payment. So many things are just off. <laughs> so you saw a land with milk and honey, but no one has the people how they are fetching the milk, how they are fetching the honey. <laughs> you just jumped inside and now see you are the first to go.
0: It's you get so that crazy. kind
2: of thing. First to go, second to come. But like, <laughs> I don't understand. So yeah, I don't think we're doomed in any way. We definitely are not. We might start having fears of being doomed if um the very music-centric people like Spotify, YouTube and Co, they really withdraw their resources or anything that they have here. On Google, you get all those other people because they really kind of, I believe they have more impact on our entertainment scene but the, the film guys in particular they might feel it they might feel it because they really but if it's the music guys not so much because the thing about music and movies is thinking and code you can still sing the music even if you pack your bag and go mm-hmm. anyway so it's fine
1: mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of in agreement with that so i think they're very different worlds um And for me, it's like I mentioned just briefly about the diaspora. I think that diaspora is just too strong. Like the Nigerians are everywhere. Our Mm -hmm. numbers are ridiculous. Um, I also think about Jamaica as a parallel, right? So even though Jamaica has had its gold rush already of like the Sean Pauls and all those people ruling the Billboard charts, Jamaica is still relevant, right? Jamaica is still relevant. It's not as big as it used to be, but Jamaican artists still spring up every other day. I mean, Jada Kingdom was massive news just the other day. Um even though it's for completely different reasons outside of music. Um, Chronix is out there. Uh, there's so many different people that I can think of, you know, that that pipeline will never be completely gone. It just might waning in influence. So I think that's probably what the risk is, right? So maybe it won't always be that Nigerian music is capable of having an almost number one song on, on the charts. Because, I mean, we've, we've had two massive singles so far. And I guess Tyler also just kind of fits into that category, but it's not a frequent thing. And it's not a thing that I necessarily think we can bank on to happen all the time. You know, yeah. Um, I think that's one of those things that you have no real control over. But I do, I do think it will be there. Mm-hmm. But I think it also hinges on the freshness of the music. Um, so, you know, we've had conversations over time about just feeling like Afrobeats was dwindling at times, you know, that the mm-hmm. sound wasn't really switching up. I think a new generation, not a new generation necessarily, but I think a new sound needs to be at, is the word invented just something else needs to spring forth because if you notice as well part of the reason why there's always fears about um about the music dwindling or the industry dwindling is because of saturation and not just saturation in that our artists are making too many songs it's that other artists are jumping into the arena as well so american artists are jumping into it it's korean artists do afro now as well which is very interesting Ghana just spoke about like having afro on his album the other day so it's like What is then going to differentiate you if everybody is now capable of making the Afrobeats that you claim, you know? So um, I do think if we can keep it fresh, um, that will also help us. And ultimately, I think that's what everything is going to hinge on. You know, if the music stays fresh, if it stays interesting, then without a doubt, um, there will always be a space for us in the markets. Because think about it as well. Like, I remember back in the day, um, Nigerian artists used to always, you know, rush for that foreign feature and every foreign feature was like gold to us. If it was Beanie Man, it was gold. If it was Acorn, it was gold. Whoever was just gold. Chameleon, I even remember, was such a big deal being on Diary Song back in the day. Um, but now they come and seek us out, you know, and it's because they want what we have. There's a validation that comes from having like a Amari on a Janelle Monáe project or a CK, you know, or even other artists like Adekunle Gold, they had a, if you're going to do like a black empowerment type vibe, like they're doing with the new movie that's supposed to be loosely based on Jesus's time. Um, you have to come and get Adekunle Gold. You have to come and get, I think Yemi Alade might've been on the project as well. Somebody else that I can't remember immediately, but like that space still exists because those movies will keep being made and you just kind of have to come and kiss the ring or whatever. But anyways, yeah, that's how I feel about it. And I also love you guys' opinions. Once again, we have come to the end of another with an S episode, one that I super enjoyed. I didn't go into it thinking that it was going to be this fun because like I said... Because
2: you do not believe in your people. That's not why. So for someone who does not (laughs) believe, please, (laughs) people should give me back the mic. If you remember, (laughs) I gave them the mic. Yeah, Take it back, take it back. (laughs) So Thank you so much for giving me back the mic. So once again, we have come to the end of another episode. I believed from the beginning (laughs) that we were going to crush it. So I mean... Thank you guys for sticking with us. As usual, we absolutely love your feedback. And one we absolutely love this week was from Oinkon Dada, who called us the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Shout out to you, Oinkon. For the rest of you besties, our hashtag is with an S pod. And you can also follow us on our social media handle at with an S pod. Don't forget to leave us questions. Don't forget to leave us your reviews. I need to remind you that it is our daily bread and meat. Until the next episode, stay beautiful and happy Sharon's birthday to you. Bye.
0: Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues